Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. In this video, we're going to focus on savings in terms of money management because savings are a very important form of money management. Uh, there's two big uh, benefits. One, of course, is the income you derive from it. The other one is the capital appreciation. So we're going to look at ISAs, savings accounts, shares, stocks, uh, bonds, uh, real estate investment trusts, and also property. So I'll cover those six for you in this particular video just to get you started so you can start thinking about which one might work best for you. In this episode of money management, we're going to be looking at savings. In the previous ones, we looked at money, management itself, uh, and then also credit uh, and in future ones I'm going to explore different areas but this one is uh, focused on the traditional savings that people can usually have and then subsequently later on I'll then go into more details in other forms of savings you could do on a separate video. So one of the main uh, savings out there is called an ISA, it's an individual savings account and there are different types uh, and you can also have junior ISAs for your children which is good uh, and money can only be added to one of each type of ISA per tax year so there's a limit to it uh, and any income that that generates is tax-free and ISAs can be opened uh, in a variety of different ways with a variety of different providers so you've got banks building societies credit unions stockbrokers uh, and money can be withdrawn from an ISA at any time and ISAs can be transferred between providers at any time of your choosing, which is good. Now you'll be thinking about, well, how much can I put into my ISA? It's up to 20,000 pounds every single year, and that can be spread across uh, the four different types of ISAs. Now to qualify for the cash ISA, an individual must be 16 years or older and a resident of the UK or Crown servant. Cash ISAs can include savings in bank and building, society products and some national savings and investment products. So it's pretty good. To qualify for the stock and shares ISAs, the individual must be 18 or older, again, a UK resident or a servant of the Crown or a Crown servant. Uh, and you can have significant tax benefits uh, for those who are higher or additional rate taxpayers. Now, investments in stocks and shares uh, ISAs are exempt from dividend tax and capital gains tax. Uh, so that means obviously you won't pay anything when you get rid of it and when you uh, derive any income from it there's no tax to pay on the dividend. Another type of ISA which I think is quite interesting is called the Innovative Finance ISA uh, and this contains peer-to-peer -peer loans uh, and this is basically for investors willing to lend to borrowers and it cuts out the bank in the middle. It's quicker, easier, very popular, um, done all online. Uh, I've, I've had quite a few clients uh, draw down loans through the peer-to-peer -peer, uh, funding option and it is quick and flexible. Not the cheapest, uh, but what's important, speed or 
the cheapest rate and that's something that you need to balance which is outside the scope of this particular video uh, so the interest rates tend to be higher uh, because obviously there's higher risk involved because things move quickly whereas obviously if you go to a traditional bank they take, take quite a while then they do all the searches on you all the background checks making sure everything works okay uh, and then they give the loan to you this works quicker so the attitude towards risk uh, is very different therefore they charge you higher for the privilege and then finally you've got your lifetime ISA uh, which was launched in 2018 uh, and can be used towards paying for a house or you towards paying for a deposit on a house but it has to be a house worth less than 450,000 uh, pounds so that's quite important and to qualify uh, an individual must be between 18 and 40 years of age uh, at the time of opening their particular account uh, and they must not have owned any kind of property before. Individuals can save up to £4,000 a year and the state will add an additional 25% to the account. That's 25%. Pretty good going and pretty helpful uh, for those first-time buyers. Uh, and there's, there is also interest on those accounts and this can be applied after the state addition is added, so even better. Uh, but it is necessary to take out the money of the ISA for usage on something other than a deposit or pension uh, and a 20% fee is applied if you do that. So those are your four different types of ISAs. You've got the cash ISA, you've got the stocks and shares ISA, you've got the innovative finance ISA, and then you've got the lifetime ISA. And you can mix and match because you can do 5,000 pounds in each if you wanted to. So that's that. Alongside that, you've then got your traditional savings uh, so up to the first £85,000 per person is protected uh, by uh, UK regulations in any one particular bank if that bank goes bust if you got more than £85,000 in an account then that isn't protected uh, so you might if you've got let's say double that so if you've got £170,000 you might want to put £85,000 into two different bank accounts. Now basic rate taxpayers can earn up to a thousand pounds on interest per year tax-free if they don't have any other savings income. If they do then obviously that gets added on the, uh, onto the total amount and you'd only get the first thousand pounds. If you're a high rate taxpayer the first 500 pounds of savings income is tax-free. If you're an additional rate taxpayer then you don't get anything whatsoever, but you are earning £150,000 or more. So uh, £500 or £1,000 isn't as significant to you as it would be for a basic rate taxpayer or a high rate taxpayer uh, for that matter. Uh, and easy access to accounts allows the owners to access their funds at any time, uh, but you obviously have lower rates of interest. Uh, then you've got fixed rate savings accounts, which offer higher rates of interest, but then you lock away your funds in that account for a longer period. It could be six months, it could be a year. So the longer you keep your money in, then you give the bank certainty, the more uh, or the higher rate of interest they'll give you. But then you've got to give them quite a bit of notice. So you're not going to be that liquid. If you need the cash urgently, uh, then you might not want to put it into a uh, fixed rate uh, savings account. You've then got regular savings accounts, uh, which means you have to put away a certain amount. Uh, it's between 200 and 500 uh, every single month. It's good for habit building. If you listen to the first 
uh, episode in this particular series where I talked about budgeting. So if you want to budget and uh, tighten up on your expenditure, you could say I want to put £200 every single month uh, towards this particular savings account and the balance builds up. Uh, but on another episode in this series, uh, we I, I talked to you through uh, debt and also uh, paying interest on a mortgage. So if you have, if you own a home, what you could also do is pay £200 extra every single month towards that mortgage. So you pay less interest over the term, but also pay off your mortgage quicker. So those are two options and you'd have to weigh up which one works better for you. Above and beyond those savings, then you've got investments. So investments can be made pretty much in almost anything, uh, but the most common ones, generally speaking, are shares, bonds, and the property market, uh, and they are best suited for usually long-term financial growth. I know some people go short on uh, shares and then you've got crypto uh, and all of that, but generally speaking, when people invest money in there, uh, especially people who are risk averse to some extent, uh, we'll kind of go into the FTSE 100, say, uh, and go for the safer investments, but you don't have to go for the FTSE uh, 100. There are other uh, options available to you too, which I'm not going to cover on this particular uh, video. But alongside this, of course, uh, you can also make an investment in a business. So you could either uh, enter into some kind of a joint venture on a one-off uh, project uh, or you could be a silent investor or you could invest and then obviously work in that business too therefore or thereby creating an additional stream of income and depending on how much money you've got you could let's say invest 20 30000 pounds into two or three or four different businesses and then rely on some return on investment which could work well and if you're diversified by investing into four different types of businesses yeah you've sp you spread the risk uh, and hopefully you'll make some money from all of them, uh, which will be good. But even if you make good money on one of them, average money on another and two don't work so well, you're still going to be pretty uh, well off, hopefully. And investments can bring in high returns, like I said, but that does come with risk. So you'll obviously know that the higher the risk you take, the higher the return that should be available, it doesn't always work like that, but that's how the general the, the system works. But there's no guarantee uh, that obviously you're going to get a good return. And there's no guarantee that your uh, the value of your investment is going to go up either. But most investing products have fees and charges associated with them. So make sure you do check out, especially if you're going uh, to a, a broker or an online uh, provider, like say Vanguard, uh, for example, or Hargreaves and Lansdowne, they'll have, they'll have different fees. Uh, and depending on how much money you invest with them, I think with uh, Vanguard, if you've got £250,000 invested, they don't charge you any fees. With Hargreaves, I think it's a million pounds. Uh, that Once you go over that, they don't charge you any fees. Uh, but work out the fees and then the return to make sure it works out for you. Uh, but the typical charges include investment management charges, admin fees, platform fees, entry costs, exit costs, uh, and there are websites where you obviously uh, you can find different types of funds. So make sure you take all of those into account when you work out how what kind of a return you're going to get. Uh, but due to the widespread of, of uh, the internet and the investments uh, available and also the investment scams, it's become more and more common now 
for sometimes people to invest online and they might get scammed so be careful you stay away from those scammers uh, so it's important and imperative that you check with the FCA register before considering any investment to ensure that it is a legitimate company so like I've used two of the common ones that I know of Vanguard and Hargreaves they're okay but there are plenty others out there I'm not looking to promote any one of them uh, because I am not offering financial advice I'm just sharing information with you uh, based on my own experience uh, but make sure you do your due diligence and your checks because I have known people who have got stung and then you can't get the money back I'm afraid so nasty world uh, in terms of some people out there who would just want to prey on people and scam them so we, we all want to make sure we stay away from them now above and beyond that you've got shares uh, and most people who in invest do so through the stock market they buy shares in companies with the aim of obviously making some kind of a return uh, both possibly in terms of a dividend payment depending on how much they invest but also with the value of the stock going up uh, and shares can be traded in the UK of course on the London Stock Exchange uh, and the greater the return that you desire the greater the risk involved but we would kind of very quickly cover that uh, and there are two ways to profit from shares uh, one obviously is when you sell them uh, and the other one uh, that usually is obviously when there's an increase in value because the company's done well and the second one is when you get a return on your dividend depending on how much you've invested uh, and the FTSE 100 includes the largest 100 companies uh, by share capital uh, on the London Stock Exchange above and beyond that you've then got bonds uh, and bonds are a loan from an individual to a company or government usually governments use this quite often but unlike stocks they do not give the same individual loaning the money any stake in the company so you will not benefit from the company growing but also you don't lose out if the company doesn't do so well so the risk is lower uh, and therefore uh, they return lower rates of interest as compared to investing on the stock market uh, but you've obviously uh, got less risk and more assurance yeah, and investing in a government bond as you can imagine is uh, lower risk uh, and when you do so you get a lower return as well uh, short-term bonds are also uh, used they usually have uh, lower rates of interest but again if you wanted to diversify and put a bit of money into bonds and get some return uh, it is a pretty safe investment and then my favorite uh, of all of course is property uh, and that I've covered elsewhere on this particular channel and I will continue covering it but if you're looking into uh, property then there are a variety of different options available to you uh, and you can invest in uh, real estate investment trust REIT rates uh, or, or REACTS depending how you want to pronounce it and then you've got buy to let uh, or you can got buy to hold uh, or you've got uh, flips uh, or you've got commercial conversions you've got rent to rent you've got service accommodation uh, you can then just be a managing agent or a letting agent you can then do joint ventures uh, so it's a long list of all the different things you can do uh, and property is exciting interesting you can obviously buy land and obtain planning by going into speculative deals and i'll talk about that somewhere else because i've done a couple of those myself uh, or you can buy land with planning and then build houses and keep them and sell them so uh, the possibilities are numerous from all of those personally i prefer property i like property uh, it's challenging that every deal is different you meet different people 
funding requirements are different every project's different uh, and if you want to look at some of my projects on here you'll see one i've done a 21 flat development in boston uh, we've done uh, we're just doing now in fact uh, 12 flats in the new england club and also five flats in called saint paul's all of those videos will be up here somewhere and you can find them uh, and have a look and i'll share with you there how we found the deal how we funded the deal how we're going to refinance the deal whether we're going to hold we're going to sell so there's plenty on property uh, available to you if you've been through this video i hope you've liked it uh, click the like button so i know you've liked it so i can share more of this type of content with you also please subscribe so that you'll get notifications of all the videos that i send out to you uh, and post comments in terms of any questions you've got and also post comments in terms of the type of content that you want to see then i'll make sure i deliver that but just to be clear this video is just sharing my own experience with you i am not qualified to give you financial advice none of the content here is financial advice it's just me sharing what i know with you if you are looking to make any investments yeah please speak to a financial advisor who can guide you more on what to do and what not to do thanks for listening to wealth made simple you can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.